1: There'll be days like this When there's no one complaining There'll be days like this Everything falls into place Like the flick of a switch What well, my mama told me 307 on the Central Coast. It is Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton, welcoming you to another edition of Hometown Radio. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for supporting live local hometown radio. Craig and I are with you all the way until 7 o'clock on this broadcast today, later this hour. Blues great Bobby Rush is coming to Cal Poly on February 1st as part of the Voices of Mississippi show. We'll talk about it, give away some free tickets. Gordon Mullen at 4.05. We've had not one but two mass shootings in California in the last 48 hours. What, if anything, can be done? Michael Dunn at 5.05 weighs in on all things economic. Let's talk about inflation. Let's talk about recession. Let's talk about the budget ceiling debate. Finally, at 6.05, Jim Gregory traces the origin of popular common phrases. It is a Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. This first segment, this is exciting. I love this idea. There is a new air museum in the works called Planes of Fame, It has been around for more than 65 years down in Chino. Now there are plans underway to expand it right here on the Central Coast, specifically at the Santa Maria Airport. Here to talk about it, we welcome to this broadcast Steve Hinton. He's the president. And Jane Hinton, the director of development. Hinton's good afternoon. Nice to see you both. Well,
2: thanks, thanks for Steve. coming in. You
1: Thank too. Uh, Steve, I'm going to admit that before Jane contacted me yesterday, I was not aware of the Plains of Fame Air Museum. So, talk about what's down in Chino. If I were to be there right now, what would I find?
0: Well, Plains of Fame uh, Museum was started by Ed Maloney uh, back in 1957 at Claremont and uh, since then it evolves went from Claremont to the Ontario Airport and then to the Chino Airport and uh Through the years, we've been able to, uh, because of the age of the museum, collect a lot of airplanes that just don't exist anymore. So we've got a collection of uh, more than 130 airplanes. And, um, you know, our our, uh, mantra for our nonprofit is, you know, preserve, inspire, educate, and honor uh, our uh, past and our veterans. I like it. And we... uh, we're, uh, we showcase a, a flyable fleet of aircraft. You know, these are uh, the, mainly the World War II aircraft are the ones we fly. You know, we fly the fighters and bombers from World War II. We use them in motion pictures and air shows. And uh, we have a monthly event we put on uh, we, uh, at Chino uh, first weekend of every month and showcase one of the planes called Hangar Talk.
1: How long, you, how long have you been involved and how did you first get involved with the museum?
0: Well, I, I believe it or not, it's a long story, but when I was seven years old in second grade and uh, the nun walks out of the room and you know, everybody runs to the chalkboard and there was a kid that could draw better airplanes than I could, and uh, he and I became best friends, and uh, that was Jim Maloney, which was hmm. Ed Maloney's son, and uh, Jim and I kind of grew up together and uh, started flying together, and, and uh, the museum uh gone through a lot of changes at that time, and uh, Jim and I ended up being... Uh, You know, people, so to speak, running on the show with his father, Ed, and uh, uh, Jim's sister, and I (laughs) became married in uh, 1980, and, uh, you know, I've been around ever since. And, you know, of course, you do other things, too. The museum is a passion of uh, love of uh, of your job. I mean, I've never—I don't get a paycheck from the museum, so I do other things. You know, I was an airline pilot for a while. I have a company, a restoration company called Fighter Rebuilders. Uh, we've restored more than 40 uh, warbirds, actually, since 1980. Mm. So you've been busy. Yeah, with a lot of different motion pictures since about in the mid-70s. And mm. uh, um, very active with uh, a number of other things as well. But, you know, planes of fame is uh, the passion and the heat that uh, lights the fire, keeps it going. And, uh, you know, I'm 70 now, but I'm not done yet. So yeah. we're still going.
1: And, Jane, you married into the family. You married Steve's son. I did. Did you know what you're getting into?
2: Not at all. Uh we we happened to be in the same dorms in college and I got to know him and uh he said, "Oh, I fly planes." And I went, "Oh, that that's a cool hobby." And I hadn't I really didn't know uh anything about it. And I got a business degree and I was working in the organic agricultural industry and just on a totally different path. Um but slowly but surely, the um the museum and the people in the aviation industry really Pulled me in. Um,
1: So what did you think of the museum the first time you saw it?
2: Uh, It was great. It was, uh, you know, you walk in and you go, the Air Museum, what am I going to learn about here? Uh, The atmosphere or planes or what's going on? And obviously you walk in and you get hit with, I mean, just this massive collection. And uh, it took me several times of visiting the museum before I even saw the whole thing because... I mean, it's nine acres and several hangars and, you know, a yeah. bunch of aircraft. So it took a little while to kind of get my head wrapped around really what it was.
1: Jane, what's the website for the museum?
2: The general museum website is planesoffame.org. All right.
1: And, Steve, where is the museum in Chino located?
0: Well, we're right on the Chino Airport. And as a matter of fact, the entrance to the airport, if you're driving down the road, you follow the map to get to the airport, you'll see a... A beautiful Korean War jet fighter in F-86 up on a pole and a big sign behind it says planes of fame.
1: All right so the good news is is that you're in the process of coming you're not changing locations you're expanding you want to come to the Santa Maria Airport so what's the vision here Steve what do you see the planes of fame air museum in Santa Maria being?
0: Well uh, like I said earlier we're a nonprofit corporation and so uh, we're in it for the love and the uh, history um, Chino has a, been a great place. The uh, city and the uh, airport have taken good care of us, but uh, uh, our need to expand, you know, to perpetuate the, the collection, you know, we're looking in the future. You know, Chino is is turning into what like Van Nuys turned into Burbank. It's a massive amount of population and buildings going up everywhere. So we can see the writing on the wall. Eventually, uh, you know, the the airport won't be fit for a, an aviation museum and so for several years we've been you know wanting to exp- you know find another location in just in case things don't work out or we just decide it's time to go and after well it's been probably 5 years of seriously looking for a place and we did check out many locations and we even had a an ongoing negotiation with an aer- airport up in northern california but uh Everything kind of pointed in this direction, and we ended up at Santa Maria, and uh, the airport there uh, really uh, uh, conveyed to us, they, they really wanted us there.
1: So. so where are we in the process? Is there actual a building? Does a building have to be built? Well, um, where we're at
0: is we've negotiated a uh, agreeable lease arrangement, and uh, the property identified, uh, we're... Uh, we 've got a contractor working uh building the plans and uh putting in permits and we 've been on a fundraising campaign and we're we 're more than halfway to where we need to be for this first phase that we want to do'd like to do a the uh, expansion project into three phases but uh we're we're ninety nine percent sure we 're going to be in good shape to have our first uh, building open uh in two thousand 25
2: yeah. But That's we got, pretty good we have a long way to go we're starting with raw land here so
1: what, um, raw land
2: raw land i mean we've got a couple of pieces of asphalt dirt. but dirt we got oh. we have nothing there's no hangers there's there's nothing so um you know we're going to be grading and putting in sewer lines and all kinds of stuff in this first phase to prepare for the master plan build out so phase one we're hoping to complete by 2025 which is the the first building a fifty-six thousand square foot three bay hangar which will have a good amount of aircraft on display there and a lobby and gift shop and all that kind of thing yeah.
1: right, so jane you're the director of development so you have to develop what's the strategy for fundraising and how can the pub- public get involved
2: well uh to begin with we before we announce this publicly to uh Make sure that we had some momentum behind the fundraising campaign. We talked to some of our close uh, supporters, and with their help, um, they got the ball rolling with seven and a half million in funding, um, which is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, but we still have a long way to go. We we have a twelve million dollar goal. So, um, to make this vision a reality, we're going to need additional support from. Uh, more donors and um, and the local community, so if anyone's interested in learning more about how they can support, they can visit the website that is dedicated specifically to the project which and that is, is which is uh p o f santa dot org
1: p o f santa dot org that's correct specifically for fundraising yeah but the general website is
2: planesoffame.org
1: i'm going to guess they're linked to each other
2: yes they are and and on the um project specific site you can sign up for updates there's a rendering of what the building's going to look like and some more details about the plans
1: all right let's uh, break away we'll come back and chat more with steve and jane hinton i think this is pretty exciting news planes of fame air museum one day soon at the santa maria airport we're live we're local this is hometown radio KVC News Talk Time is 319. I'm Dave Congleton. We're talking with uh, Steve Hinton. He's the president. Daughter-in-law Jane Hinton is the director of development at the Plains of Fame Air Museum, coming eventually, sooner than we think, to uh, Santa Maria Airport. Alan is in San Luis on KVEC. Hi, Alan. Hey, Dave. Hey, everybody. Hi. I haven't been to the museum in Chino. I've been
0: to the one up at Atwater. that has. It's an all-outdoor museum with some fabulous aircraft. Have you looked at doing a combination of indoor and outdoor
1: displays?
0: Well, yeah, Planes of Fame, uh, this facility where, where we've designed uh, and in, in the process right now, starts out with a 56,000-square-foot hangar. You know, our goal is get them all inside. You know, outside airplanes are beautiful, obviously, but, I mean, uh, they're made of aluminum and metal. and Corrode,
1: yeah. They corrode. Yeah, heavily, them inside.
0: Especially close to the ocean.
1: Alan? Yeah, yeah. Um, they must do a lot
0: of maintenance up there because they, they managed to keep them in shape. But with Merced up that way, it gets very toasty in the summer, and yet they pulled it off. But I'm just happy this is coming. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Good, Alan. Thanks for checking in. So are we. So wh- give us some of the planes in the collection, Steve. What might we see eventually in Santa Maria? Well, the
0: planes of fame is pretty unique in the sense that uh, when Mr. Maloney started collecting airplanes, they were not as rare as they are today. You know, we have the world's only real Mitsubishi A6M50 is flying in the world. It's uh, you know, It was captured on Saipan in World War II and then brought to the States and test flown. And uh, there's a couple other Zeros that are flying, but they've been totally remanufactured to have American engines. That's that's one, for instance. We've got P-38 Lightning. You know, of, of the ten or 12,000 of those built in World War II, there's only 10 of those flying in the whole world. And that and our Lightning actually just coincidentally was based right here at Santa Maria Airport at one time That's in its life.
1: So Santa Maria does have a, a rich history of aviation, doesn't it? Oh,
0: absolutely it? does, yeah. Um, Hancock Field. And uh, did a lot of training and uh, uh, fighter squadrons here. Um, actually, one of the very first jet fighter squadrons that were right here, a Bell P-59, which was uh, – uh, by today's standards, you know nothing special, but I mean that was the I mean, United States' first jet fighter, and <laughs> we happen to have one of those too. That was uh, that was here. Uh, Mr. Maloney acquired it. It was at a tech school um, uh, here uh, in Santa Maria, and it that that might be our very first restoration to flying here once we're here because it's ninety percent complete to fly and. Uh, <laughs> But a lot of your planes will fly uh, well, yeah. At the museum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've always had that, being, you know, our mandate that, you know, anything that could be flown safely, we, if we can get it together, we'll, we want to fly it. Yeah. And,
1: Jane, there's also an educational component to the museum.
2: Yeah, and um, that's one of the reasons why we were so attracted to the particular site that was offered to us. Um, what we call ocean view is runway view. And because our planes fly, visitors to the museum will have an excellent uh, view of taxi and takeoff and landing and all that fun exciting stuff and what we see is that activity, um, those active aviation experiences can really spark an interest in um, especially young people uh, and they might take that in the direction of they might be interested in the science side, how do these planes fly? And um, or it could take them down the road on the history side. When were they built? Why were they built?
1: Any number of possibilities here. Exactly. Hm. Steve, I guess there's also a connection between airplanes and the movies. There's a Hollywood connection uh, here. Yeah. yeah we've uh,
0: been fortunate enough to use our aircraft in a lot of different movies. Um yeah. Of course nowadays there's more CGI involved and it's a little uh, uh less activity the last ten years or so. But you know, we used airplanes and back in the seventies, Baba Black Sheep and a bunch of different airplanes and blue thunder and Airwolf and oh, and Robert. uh you know uh most recently uh, we just did a devotion movie about a korean war story oh,
1: the korean story
0: yeah and uh um oh uh oh, boy uh forever young um movie with uh, uh oh mel gibson mel gibson yeah, 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 yeah. And we actually flew out of this airport a little bit for that movie too up and down the coast and uh, and uh, I've done lots and lots of photo shoots with uh, corporate jets and military airplanes, and um, pro- I'm sure we've done more than a hundred. You know, I, unfortunately, I should have made a list because I just get uh, a little brain fog over this one. But uh, it's kept us busy. Uh, you know, the museum—all uh, their planes are maintained by volunteers, and we have uh, grown quite a volunteer staff at uh, in Chino and uh, you know, we uh, have. We invite anybody who has an interest, to, when, when they see the building going up, please knock on our door if you want to be a part of it. We'd love to have you. It's a big family atmosphere. Um,
1: uh, on the Stolberg Tatum text line, listener wants to know, as apparently he worked on planes in Vietnam era, the F-105 Wild Weasel at your museum.
0: Well, the, the F-105s are pretty rare in, in, in non-government museums. Um, we do not have one of those. The the most uh, airplane probably in his era, we have an F A U Crusader. Um, Where do you find the planes? Well, wherever. I mean, we've we've climbed mountains to get airplanes, or you know, we've been able to. Sometimes you put in for them uh, because we're a nonprofit museum. You know, we've been able to get them uh, loan on loan from the military, but uh, that usually comes with a lot of strings. So we we only have one airplane on loan from the military. Otherwise, you know, we we own everything we have, but. Hmm. Uh, most of our gems have come from years past, uh, you know, when, when these airplanes
1: were more available. So, uh, Jan, I want to make sure we have time to remind folks. First, the general website for the museum is?
2: Planesoffame.org.
1: And then if people want to donate, there's a separate website.
2: Yeah, for the project, it is pofsantamaria.org.
1: It's probably too early to ask whether or not you have any fundraising events planned for 2023 up here
2: uh we get are to the, work on it jane <laughs> we're in the in the works but we don't have a date set yet um we will uh be involved with the air fest uh 2023 hopefully yeah please uh, come out
0: to the air show uh, yeah. yeah
2: and and it was we had a great partnership with the um airport last year and this year i think we'll turn it into a, a bit of a fundraiser and um definitely get the community involved
1: i don't fly steve but my impression is we have a very strong aviation community on the central coast yeah.
0: Um, yes, you do. And you've got sort of a lot of famous aviators. You Believe it or not, and we just found this out like a couple of days ago, so I'm really excited about it. in February 25, 1947, the first nonstop around-the-world flight occurred, and it was an Air Force airplane called a B-50, which was a okay. Super B-29. Right. It took off from Carswell Air Force Base and went around the world, refueled I think six, five or six times, and came by and made a successful landing. And it just so happens that... Um, The pilot. The pilot. Arthur Neal. Arthur Neal. Uh, We just, because uh, someone read that we were thinking of going to Santa Maria, apparently Arthur Neal retired here, died here, and was buried here. And we have that fuselage of that airplane. Wow. So uh, that'll definitely be on the list of one of the aircraft we want to put in a special. The airplane never really got much recognition for doing that. What
1: was the name of the plane? It was called Lucky Lady 2. Lucky Lady 2. Arthur Neal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. interesting yeah. fascinating uh right, jane one last time on the two websites please
2: uh and of fame.org and pofsantamaria.org
1: our thanks to steve and jane hinton i hope the two of you will come back and keep us posted on this steve anything you want to say in closing
0: no just uh, thank you and uh, we, uh, we really need everybody's support so please uh, come and visit
1: us once we get going jane what do you say
2: yeah, well, thank you for having us, and, and uh, we're just excited to be here and excited to get to know the community.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll enjoy the community, and I think we'll enjoy the airport. It's a win-win. Yeah. Thank you, folks. Thanks, Dave. Off we go. We've got California Headline News and ABC Radio News back on the other side with Grammy Award-winning blues legend Bobby Rush. He's coming to Cal Poly on February 1st. He's coming here first. I'm Dave Congleton. This is Hometown Radio.